Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. And just like that, in the blink of an eye, the week 18 edition of the Consistently Cashing Podcast here at DrRoto.com. Not sure if we'll be doing this into the postseason, so I'm not going to guarantee this is the last one, but you know, it might be the last one. Kind of like Ben Roethlisberger right now, I guess. And like everyone assumes this is probably going to be the end, but you never know what's going to happen. But we'll go ahead and look to make week 18 the best week 18 yet. I'm confident in saying that it will be the best week 18 yet um, for a multitude of reasons. But I'm Colby Conway at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. And with me, as always, at The Real Made on Twitter, Mr. Ron Rigney. Ron, another Thursday night, another consistently cashed night that we're recording. How are things going for you there? down yonder very well very well we're recording another clutch game here and in the season on a high note and i would argue that i think you and myself are more mobile in the pocket than big ben what do you think yeah i think so there's i we might be able to throw a ball farther than him too that arm that that noodle arm is really starting to wear down for the (laughs) the vet future hall of famer former soon to be former quarterback for the pittsburgh steelers but we'll have to see i mean i don't want to knock him too much because there's a couple pieces of that offense I might be interested in this weekend. You might even Agreed. see it in the Voltron lineup. So little little tease there, but just because this is the last week of the season and the first true week 18 that we've ever had, doesn't mean we're doing things any differently here for the Consistently Cashing podcast. Of course, we have the article, the Consistently Cashing article you can check out at drroto.com where my FanDuel and DraftKings lineup as well as Ron's FanDuel and DraftKings lineup will be. We're talking games to target. We're talking games to avoid. We're talking about that and everything in between then of course we cap it off with the voltron lineup you can you can make a pretty good lineup this week with some options like is there some risk sure but you you can do pretty well on drafting this week that's where we did the voltron lineup yet again here for week 18 so ron i'll let you go ahead first games that you are targeting here or game that you're targeting for week 18. i think the first one that uh that i'm looking at even though you know, there's and this is going to be another tricky week just because of, you know, COVID and, and, and do teams have anything to play for and are they sitting guys? And you pointed it out before we went on air. You know, there's a lot of double digit spreads here, but I think the game that I would probably target the most if I had to pick just one is probably going to be that Pittsburgh Baltimore game. And, you know, like you said, there's going to be pieces in it we're going to like. I, I mean, not necessarily. I, I think that this is a week that if you were ever going to feel good about starting Big Ben, he's going against that Baltimore secondary that has gotten absolutely torched in recent weeks. They're not that same Ravens defense that we're used to seeing from those Baltimore teams. Now, I think Deontay Johnson is on the COVID list. I don't know what his, his, his situation is for this coming week. I do know that Chase Claypool is available. He's got Pat Fryermuth there. He's got Najee Harris in the backfield who's had a big season as a rookie. And then the other side of that, too, I don't like the Baltimore side as much, but I feel like there's some pieces there, including Mark Andrews. I think Mark Andrews is probably one of the only must-start tight ends every week just because he is a target monster. But I think I definitely like that Pittsburgh side in that game for sure. The Baltimore side is interesting because I highly doubt at this point Lamar plays. So Tyler Huntley should get a start. He's a nice value option at quarterback, and all he does is target Mark Andrews. So definitely like that one. Definitely like that one there. For me, I like the Bears-Vikings game. Kirk Cousins is back, so that puts Justin Jefferson in play. You could even probably go K.J. Osborne with Adam Thielen on the shelf for the rest of the season. And I don't believe we're going to see Justin Fields. I think I saw that he's going to COVID list, but David Montgomery is in play. 
as well as Darnell Mooney. So I really like the Bears Vikings and I also like the Titans Texans game. I think there's a little bit to be had there with the Titans running backs. And it's a home game for Houston where Davis Mills is far better. So you can feel even better about playing Brandon Cooks. What about a game that you're avoiding, Ron? I'm avoiding that New England Miami game, and there, there's just a lot of things about this I don't I don't like. I wrote about Mac Jones being my sit quarterback this week and my Week 18 start sit, and I just don't like the fact that it shakes out to be a divisional game where both teams have plenty to play for. It's New England's defense going against Tua. It's Mac Jones going against that Miami defense that has has been on fire for about it seems like the last half of the season. I don't like the I don't like Mike Gesicki here. I don't necessarily like the Dolphins receivers here. I don't like a whole lot on the other side of the ball for New England. Maybe maybe Damian Harris, uh, maybe Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson if you need some running backs. But overall, I think this is one I'm going to stay away from. And it's got a total in Vegas right now under 40. Late season division game. I just don't look for a lot of points to be scored here. Yep, I'm on board with that one. The one for me is the Washington Admirals. I mean the, the football team uh, and the – New York Giants. I want no part of that one. Antonio Gibson, I, I'm guessing, is supposed to be back from what I can see. So he should be maybe the only guy that you would consider. If he doesn't play, you go Jared Patterson. But other than that, I don't want any part of this game. I don't care. I I, I think I'd be more excited about the Giants offense. Maybe, Ron, if you were under center. Because Jake Fromm <laughs> ain't doing it. Mike Glennon ain't doing it. And, I mean, I have a pretty very well-documented affinity for Daniel Jones, but he will not be out there. So, they just that game I want nothing to do with that game. So those are the games we're targeting. Those are the games we're avoiding. Now it's time for the Voltron lineup. We're going we're doing it on DraftKings again this week. I'll go ahead and start us off here. I have the quarterback slot just because that's the one that I felt good about this week. I've actually thought about Tyler Huntley, so we kind of talked, or you talked about that that uh, that Ravens game there. But I had a couple extra bucks. I paid up for Taysom Hill. New Orleans has to win. Atlanta can be beat on the ground. I mean, well, they can be beat through the air and on the ground and everything in between if we're being honest with each other here. But when you look out with Atlanta over the last four weeks, they've allowed quarterbacks to throw six touchdown passes as well as add three more scores on the ground. Taysom Hill is a far – well, it's not that he's a bad passer – I want him this week for his legs. I think he can get in once or twice this week. I'm going to go ahead and slot in Taysom Hill at the quarterback position. Ron, this one's near and dear to your heart. Who is our and the league's and the world's RB1? I, I don't think there's any surprise who that's going to be, and it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. And, yes, he is pricey at $9,300. But going into this week, it's very simple. The Colts dropped the, dropped the ball at home against the Raiders last week and lost by a field goal in a game they needed to win. But – they can win and get in this week. The problem is it's Jacksonville. And I know when you look at Jacksonville at first, you might ask yourself, why is that exactly a problem? The Colts have had some issues with Jacksonville over the last few seasons. But I think at this point, we've seen Carson Wentz the last few weeks. Carson Wentz has had some great games this season. But since week 13, his high in yards is 225. And he's got two of those under 200. And, and, and one of them, and it was a win against New England, he threw for a whopping 57 yards. So when you've got a guy like Jonathan Taylor, it takes a little bit of the pressure off. But they need to win and get in. They're going to hand him the ball a ton. He's had 20 carries every week since week 13. He's going to get the ball a ton. He's going to get in the end zone. He's going to pay off for that 9300 bucks. Yeah, and when you pay up at that running back slot, you'll probably have to drop it the second one a little bit. So I'm going to go with Deonta Foreman at 5700 on DraftKings against a Houston Texans defense. And over the last four weeks, only the Pittsburgh Steelers have allowed more fantasy points per game to running backs than 
the Houston Texans. Yes, Revenge Game 1.0 didn't quite work for Deontay Foreman, but I think it's going to be just fine for Revenge Game 2.0 as he gets to face his former team for the second time. Double-digit carries in four of his last five contests, even has 20-plus carries in two of his last three. Will he get 20 this week? Don't know if he quite gets to that mark, but 12 to 15 carries should be just fine against the Houston Texans defense this week. So those are our, well, two running backs, not to say we might have a third coming up later, but Ron, you alluded to this wide receiver already. Let's not beat around the bush. Who's one of our receivers this week? First guy that we're going with is, like I said, I mentioned him a little bit earlier, like the quarterback matchup. So if you like the quarterback, you got to like some of the weapons. And that's Chase Claypool. Sitting there at $5,100, I think that's a pretty modest salary for the numbers he could put up against that Baltimore secondary that we've talked about, how terrible they have been the last, well, really overall in the season. They They have gotten worse and worse as the weeks have gone on. And Chase Claypool only had three catches for 17 yards against Cleveland. They did win the game, but he did get targeted nine times, got targeted six times the week before. So I think that there that with if, if Deontay Johnson continues to be out, I think there's going to be plenty of targets to, there for Chase Claypool. And like I said, that Baltimore secondary is going to pretty much let him do whatever he wants. When you put Jonathan Taylor in your lineup, you're going to have to go cheap at some other spots as well. So my cheap receiver this week that I'm putting in, is Cyril Grayson, and here's why. He's a big play waiting to happen. He's got Tom Brady's trust, and last week he was out there, and obviously we know I would expect Mike Evans to probably be on a pitch count in this one or a snap count at least a little bit in this one. I don't think they need really need to deploy him in a full manner, but when you look at Grayson, he – He's a big, like I said, he's a big play waiting to happen. He's got plenty of speed. He's got 11 targets over the last two weeks at eight last week, and he played 64% of the snaps. Antonio Brown's not there. Chris Godwin's not there. I understand like Tyler Johnson and some of those other guys are there. And of course, Gronk, who's a fine play this week as well. But for me, if you're looking at one of those receivers to go maybe like four catches for 111 yards, trying to give this offense a spark, it's going to be Grayson. And he's just 4,400 on DraftKings. So he will be one of our receivers this week. Ron, you had the third and final receiver. Lay it on me. One of our favorites that I, I don't know how many countless lineups that we have had him in because I just his salary in relation to the number of targets he gets is insane, and that's Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is targeted early, targeted off, and you pointed it out, Colby, that Davis Mills is much better at home than on the road. That's obviously where they are at, trying to play spoiler to Tennessee. Brandon Cooks over the last three weeks has seen 32 targets. He's hauled in eight, seven, and seven in the last three weeks, and he's got two 100-yard games, and he's got three touchdowns. What's not to like about Brandon Cooks for $6,300? Absolutely. Ron, go ahead and take the tight end as well, and then I'll round it out with the flex, and then you got the defense to take us home. Okay, well, like you keep reiterating, Jonathan Taylor costs you to spend all your money, so you got to find other ways to cut some corners here, and we're going to go with Hunter Henry. I don't like a lot about this game, but Hunter Henry is probably the one bright spot that I see against the Dolphins defense that over the last three weeks has given up 13 grabs for 134 yards and two scores to tight ends. They've, they're one of the bottom 10 as far as allowing fantasy points per game to the tight end, and we know that Mac Jones loves to look for Hunter Henry in the red zone, so I think it's a pretty safe bet. You see at least one touchdown from Hunter Henry this week for four grand. Absolutely. To be honest with the flex here, I don't love the matchup, but volume will be there, and that usually plays out just fine. Samaj P. Ryan Joe Mixon is – out with COVID, the team isn't going to play Joe Burrow. So my thought process is it's a lot of handoffs to the running back. And when they do go to throw it, it's a lot of throws to the running back, which P. Ryan should benefit. He should literally be a true three down back in this one, a true workhorse. And we get him at just 5,300. I'm not expecting the world from P. Ryan, but if he can give us 12 to 15 fantasy points, about two and a half to three times our investment, that is good enough with me. 
Ron, bring us home with the defense. Defense I'm going with this week at $3,400 is the Saints, and the Saints have, have by far carried this team to where they are at now, coming off a Week 17 game where they allowed just 178 yards of offense to the Panthers. They get a Falcons team that's averaging just a shade over 18 points per game. Saints are giving up the fourth fewest points total in the league. They're, they're, they're good everywhere. They're good at, at rushing the passer. They're good in the secondary, and they're going against a team that, like you said, can be beaten in a lot of ways that Cordero, Cordero Patterson has really – tailed off as the season has gone on and so has Matt Ryan I think it could be a long day for that Falcons offense absolutely I think what a lot of people are going to do defensively is if we get the confirmation that Packers aren't starting their studs which they they don't need to they shouldn't they should all be out I'm expecting the Lions to have a half decent ownership in some cons is maybe not in cash games or maybe in cash games because you that allow that really allows you to fit Jonathan Taylor because they're dirt cheap because obviously when the pricing came out, they were assuming Aaron Rodgers is going to play. So wouldn't be surprised to see some ownership there on Detroit. But I love the Saints defense. They have been balling of late. Don't expect that to change. I don't expect Atlanta to be the offense that really, you know, gives that defense fits. So that is the Week 18 Voltron lineup. Taysom Hill, Deonta Foreman, Jonathan Taylor, Chase Claypool, Brandon Cooks, Cyril Grayson, Hunter Henry, Samaj P. Ryan, and the New Orleans Saints defense. It's unheard of that we're doing a consistently cash in week 18. It's actually unheard of that we're even having NFL week 18. Usually I just call it the first round of playoffs, the wild card round week 18, because that just seems right. But no need to do that now. I guess we'll be on to week 19 or we'll just call it the wild card round and give it the justice that it deserves. But Ron, any parting shots? Like I said, we may be back for the first week of playoffs. We may not be. I'm not quite sure. Um, honestly, we haven't really talked about it yet. So any parting shots here for week 18? Uh, just, you know, happy new year to everybody. We, this is the first one we've had in the new year. And hopefully you were able to haul in a championship in week 17. If you're still in it, some leagues go all the way till week 18. So if you're still in it and, and trying to get that trophy, get that big ring, go for it. Uh, good luck to you and good luck to you and all your DFS content. Come over to drroto.com. Check out my final start sit of the week. Check out our consistently cashing article that'll be up this week. Check out the monkey knife fight stuff from Colby and Bob Lung. Check out everything we've got going on over at drroto.com for your week 18 fantasy goodness. Couldn't have said it better myself. Head over to drroto.com. At the very least, make sure you check out the consistently cash and articles where both my and Ron's FanDuel and DraftKings lineups will be residing for this week 18. So in case if this is, in fact, the last consistently cash that we have for the season, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully we've helped you out with your cash games and putting forth a consistent lineup, consistently finishing in that top 50% or top 48%, depending on if you're doing double ups or, or uh 50-50. So it's been a fun ride. Hopefully we will see you next year or maybe we'll see you next week. I don't really know. It's kind of hard to do a sayonara when you don't really know when the true goodbye is. But in case it is the last one, thank you so much for listening. Keep checking out all the great content at drroto.com. And one potentially one last time, best of luck. And as always, stay consistent. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.